the age of 93, and I've spent the last few months helping my mom slowly clean out his house and wrap up the final pieces of his life. Two weeks ago, my godfather died after a brief battle with cancer. He was a father figure to me, even more so to my brother. He was best man at my brother's wedding. And we gather next weekend to memorialize him. For both of these men, it is too soon to know what their legacy will be. What part of them will live on in the years to come. We have no control who lives, who dies, who tells our story. Another ancestor of mine, a grandfather many times over, was President William Howard Taft. He was 27th President of the United States, a hand-picked successor to Teddy Roosevelt, served one term, and went back to teaching law. In 1921, he was nominated and confirmed as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court on the same day, becoming the only person to head up two of the three branches of government. And yet, if you ask anyone what they know about William Howard Taft, they will most likely say, isn't he the one that got stuck in the bathtub? (laughs) An untrue story that everyone has heard. We have no control over what story they would tell of us. In the Old Testament lesson from today, we hear Abram, not yet Abraham, conversing with God, and he has promised, your reward shall be very great. Abraham's response is basically, really? It is then that God tells Abram to count the stars, which in a time before electricity, in the middle of the desert, may have been an even more stunning sight. So shall your descendants be. I wonder if Abram went outside and looked at the stars at night while waiting. It would be 14 years after this promise that his son Isaac was born. Would Abram go outside as everyone slept and simply remind himself of the promise that it would all be okay? Would he lay in the sand in the dark And imagine the faces and names of all of those stars that would be his descendants. In 15 years of ministry, I've met a lot of kids. And thanks to the miracle that is Facebook, I'm even in touch with some of them still. Watching them grow and move through this big, wonderful world has been amazing. And occasionally, one will reach out to me and say, thank you. Or, hey, remember that time we were heading back to church and we accidentally ended up in New Jersey? I have no control over how they will remember me, but I can only hope that I planted a few good seeds in a garden I will never see. Looking back to my grandfather, my godfather, my own father, all who have died and who all changed my life, I wonder what parts of them live on through me, but part of their legacy relies on me. In the Gospel of Luke, we are reminded that from everyone to whom much has been given, 
much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. What have you been given by your teachers, parents, grandparents, friends, and family? How much of this much that has been given did we get from our ancestors? As I've learned watching my brother's family grow, everyone is eager to claim a new baby's facial features for long-dead relatives. She's got grandma's eyes. He looks just like great-grandpa. Here, look at this picture. I can still remember the day Adam called me when his first child was about four months old. Karen, I was talking to Emily, and I made a lame dad joke, and I swear to God she smirked at me. It's the Miles family smirk. My granddad was the king of the smirkers. My dad and uncle have the same half smile. And my brother and I were overjoyed to know that at least one of his kids would carry on that family face. But beyond eyes and cheekbones and chins, how do we carry on the legacies that we have been given? From everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, much will be demanded. How does that challenge make you feel? That much will be required of you, and even more will be demanded. Is it fair? Is it daunting? Does it excite you? Does it motivate you? Abram waited for you. Abram counted the stars, hoping you would exist, wondering what mark you would make on this world. Abram begged God for you to be here. And what are you doing with it? John Wesley told us to do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. I hope that in my three short years with you, I've done all the good that I can and encouraged you to do your own good. I hope that we have moved and taught each other more about authentic, inclusive Christian community. I hope that we have been perfectly imperfect in our attempts and graceful in our failures, living into the forgiveness and wholeness that Jesus modeled for us and God calls us to. I was blessed to come into an already vibrant and vital spiritual church that welcomed me and included me. And whoever gets that welcome next is so very, very lucky. As you move forward into the next school year, I challenge you to seek out those ways in which you have been given much. Find those gifts that you have been entrusted with. Look for those places and gifts in others. Encourage each other to make good use of what you have been given. Work together to do all of the good that you can in this place. Do all the good you can.
by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Amen. <laughs>